0: This is Cruise Radio. I cruise a lot, and I always sail with travel insurance. You should, too. Get a free quote today at tripinsurance.com. Here we go. Broadcasting from the tripinsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Last October, Nick and his wife took a seven-night cruise on Carnival Vista out of Texas. It was a Western Caribbean sailing, and Nick joins us on the line. How are you doing, my friend?
1: Doing great. Good afternoon, Doug.
0: Great to great to talk to you and excited to talk about this sailing on Carnival Vista. Now let's take a step back before we get to the ship. You're in Austin, Texas. You made your way down to Galveston. Uh, how? What were your pre-cruise thoughts? Like what made you want to take this one?
1: Well, you know, I as a young man, I I was a big. Uh, I wanted to be a very sophisticated guy, and there was a very sophisticated book that came out about how awful cruising was, and I just thought, mm-hmm. man, cruising is just not for me. But uh, my daughter's scout leader just talked to us for years and years about how cruising was the best vacation value in the world. And after years and years, she finally talked all of the scouts into going on a cruise together. And that was what sold me. I am one of those people who is just sold on uh, a cruise value vacation. And in, uh, in Austin, Texas, that means going down to Galveston to sail either on uh, Royal Caribbean or on Carnival so just taking advantage of all the things that are included in the cruise and so so that's kind of the way we do it we drove down to Galveston for this trip we hit some of our favorite destinations down there in Galveston we we take we always take a little cruise before the cruise by riding the uh, the Port Boulevard ferry that takes you about 20 minutes sailing with some dolphins across uh, from Galveston to the mainland which mm-hmm. is always a lot of fun Hit a couple of uh, places that are just real fun to see. They're in Galveston and then got ourselves uh, ready for uh, to get on board the ship.
0: Already an awesome start to the crew. So let's talk about getting on the ship. You make your way to the cruise port to get on Carnival Vista. How was the embark process?
1: Oh my gosh, it was the easiest one we've ever done. This was our first one back after the shutdown. And uh, they have got the timing so good. We were a little early. We had a, a, a noon uh, arrival time but we got we got to uh to the line at about 11 o'clock instead so they were letting the people on already who were within their time frame and then as they had space they would let in folks from our line so we probably stood in line for about seven minutes before they were taking us inside the the cruise terminal and then from there it was just a uh, solid walking i don't think we stopped uh, except for maybe a few seconds at the uh, luggage screening, you know, the security screening. Uh, otherwise, it was just walk, 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 and then get our photos made, and then keep on walking, and then uh, right on board on that uh, on that deck three. Uh, see that funnel dreamscape thing inside the the Carnival Vista lobby for the first time. Uh, just uh, just quick as could be. So it's your first
0: sailing back since the shutdown. What were your first impressions walking on board Carnival Vista?
1: Well, I had heard about, uh, the dreamscape, uh, the LED, uh, designed thing they have there in the lobby. And some folks don't like it as much as the tall, tall lobbies with the, uh, glass elevators. But, uh, but for our first time to see that thing was, was pretty amazing. I had, had heard about what, what it was going to be like. And, and it was, it was awesome. Uh, one of the other things I had heard about, uh, Vista is that when you first get on board, it's just impossible to get an elevator. The They've got so many of the elevators in use for, uh, for the luggage that getting, uh, around, uh, right at the beginning is tough. So since we were pre pre pre-warned, we were, we were ready to do stairs for the first uh, couple of hours. And, uh, we made our way to, uh, to, uh, one of the, uh, included for free lunch venues and sat down and, and had a really nice lunch, uh. Just kept our uh, our uh, carry on bags by our feet and uh just super easy super way to uh to get started on the cruise before we jump to the stateroom. Where did you eat? Uh, we ate at the uh the one called cucina del capitano okay. at lunchtime it's a pasta bar mm-hmm. and it's uh, included in the cruise you don't have to pay any extra to eat at that restaurant
0: nice. So then it's one thirty. the staterooms are ready you make your way to your stateroom with your carry-on bags there what kind of stateroom did you have booked for this 7 night and what did you think of it throughout your sailing
1: We always do interior cabins we spend uh just uh, not all that much time in our staterooms and so uh we find that that's just a terrific way to uh to take advantage of of uh the the value opportunity there uh and and we just had we you know we stowed our stuff and headed to, uh, to one of the the decks we could get to, uh, to be a little bit outside, but try to find some shade and, uh, take a look and and see the place, start getting to know the ship a little bit.
0: What did you think of like the, the space in there for two people, um, whether it be storage under the bed or closet storage and everything around there?
1: Well, the storage is terrific. The, the room is small, but you know, this is what kind of what we expected. We found the bathroom to be just like every other carnival bathroom that we've been to nothing fancy or, or special there the old uh shower curtain that <laughs> you have to make sure it doesn't grab you in unexpected places but uh, other than that it was it was just terrific
0: all right very nice let's talk about the dining on board we talked about your lunch and cucina already so let's go up to the lido deck marketplace and uh how was your experience in there whether it be
1: breakfast lunch or if you did dinner in there yeah we did um we made a point to hit every included restaurant on the cruise at some point so we didn't do any uh you know fee dining but we did every uh, every included restaurant we could get the the marketplace at lido has something special in our experience every day they have a, a different couple of flavors of gelato and a little gelato bar and a different couple of empanadas uh just right next to it it changed every day and that was something that we had uh, not really expected and it was it was pretty wonderful uh, nice. they did a, a a dessert buffet over on the other side that changed a couple of times every day uh, of course one day their lasty day they did a, that traditional chocolate buffet that they do just lots and lots of dessert we're big dessert people so that worked out well for us
0: very nice yeah it's uh it's always, I don't know, like, uh, I do think that, say what you will about, you know, Carnival having the same food and stuff there. But when they when they bust out with the chocolate, the chocolate feast, the chocolate uh, extravaganza, whatever they call it, they really pull out all the stops.
1: Oh, they really do. One of the things that's, that's neat about Carnival is that each day, you know, it's a different thing. Like, for example, I'm real fond of getting that uh, Indian vegetarian meal in the main dining room for supper. And it's, it's a different set of Indian food every night of the cruise. So if you get it a couple of times, you're not getting bored with just uh, grabbing the same thing. Very nice.
0: Let's talk about the main dining room. What uh, time dining did you pick for this seven nights sailing? And how was your experience throughout?
1: Well, this was our first time to get the, uh, the your time dining. We've always done a set dining time before. And I did not realize that we could do a shared table. And so we got the experience that we have with uh, a set dining time of getting to sit with people at the dinner, which we always enjoy. Get to meet somebody new and hear about them. Uh, but by 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 selecting shared table on the app, we could get uh, we could get to eat with uh, either folks we'd already eaten with or just meet some new folks uh, each time we go to eat. And so that was a that was a real fun thing for us. How was the quality of the food throughout? Oh my gosh, it was amazing. They have changed uh, a couple of the recipes since the last uh, time we were on the cruise. I got the stuffed mush, uh, portobello mushroom that I always like to get. I'm a vegetarian, so I'm always looking for those vegetarian uh, features. And uh, they've changed the recipe since the last cruise and and greatly improved it. It was just wonderful.
0: Now, was the other person in your party, I see we traveled as a couple here, are they
1: vegetarian as well or do they eat meat? No, no. My wife is a big seafood eater. So she was hitting the seafood uh, at each meal. What, uh, what, What's the, 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 the seafood item of the night? And she really enjoyed all of those.
0: So how about like the Blue Iguana Cantina or Guy's Burger?
1: We did that. Uh, we did Guy's. We did the Blue Iguana. Uh, I'm a big fan of the arepas at uh, uh, early, early in the day. And so that was really awesome. I got up to the Serenity deck for their salad bar. And, you know, for a salad bar, they do a pretty great job of making something special. Yeah. Uh, the Gigi's restaurant, uh, is complimentary at lunchtime. They turn into a, a Mongolian walk and, uh, we were able to hit the, uh, pig and anchor barbecue, uh, there on the side of the, the, of the ship on the, uh, deck five there outside. And so we, we, uh, with the, uh, adding in the pizzeria del capitano and the uh, veggie burger at the deli i think we managed to check every box for an included restaurant
0: now pardon the ignorance here but you mentioned the arepa arepa
1: yeah yeah the arepa is like a uh, it's like a cheese filled flatbread kind of do uh, you imagine maybe a, a a really good quality corn tortilla with a with a a, a cheese layer there in the middle of it and uh, they'll put just anything on it you want. Uh, you go over to the uh, salsa bar and add a slice of watermelon or uh, whatever sli- uh, salsa you like on top of it. And it's just one of my very favorite things.
0: Oh, my gosh. I feel like such an idiot now because I've been getting that for years and I thought it was just cornbread with cheese on it.
1: <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a, I, think a, I think it's a, a Venezuelan uh, specialty.
0: Oh, gosh. Wow. Now I feel stupid. Oh, well. That's such as oh, life. Just, how about, how about as like the, as you uh, eat it, it's good. yeah, the, the, the pizza or anything like that. Other food joints around the ship. You may have hit up the uh, Java blue cafe with their,
1: uh, their sweets in the cabinet. Yeah. Everything was terrific. The pizza was great. We're big fans of going over to tea time. So we got the tea every time we had a sea day. The big secret there of the tea time is you don't have to buy the, uh, the, uh, special tea. You can just have regular tea, but you do have to sit through the commercial for the specialty at least mm-hmm. twice before they'll bring the, uh, the regular old Lipton tea bags around. <laughs> but, uh, but all of the sweets are terrific and all of the, uh, I may have mentioned that we are just so fond of desserts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't realize there was a big, uh, i have never been to a tea time on any cruise ship or actually, I guess in my life, but I didn't realize there was like a little uh, hard sell before the tea bags come
1: just a little bit of one yes they, uh the wait, the waiter captain uh was uh-huh. saying that he was he was required to to read the little thing before he could serve us the uh uh the regular tea and we said well that's no problem we're happy to listen to it and then we'll have the tea when you're done
0: right <laughs> well that's fair how about the entertainment on this seven night cruise what'd you think
1: We had such a great time. You know, I have heard uh, a criticism of uh, the big shows, the production shows, that they don't use uh, live music anymore. But uh, at least three of the nights, uh, they had a a live band playing. They had uh, the rock band doing kind of a concert night one night. And then when they did the rock dance show, they had the same rock band playing. And then they did the Amor Cubano show uh, with the Latin band playing live. So that was a real uh, happy surprise really enjoyed that very much. We were big fans of the trivia uh, course, hitting that all the time. And uh, while we don't usually do anything that you actually have to pay for additionally on the cruise, we made one exception this year. We went on the brewery tour, which is amazing. Uh, The Vista has that brewery at sea. And so we did the tour and got to learn about how they actually, you know, make the beer while they're in port because they can't make it while they're sailing on the waves. We got to see how they uh, how they run it. Uh, they got to try a lot of beers that are not on the menu, and I was super happy because they had just changed the protocols, the safety protocols at that point, and they were bringing back uh, pitchers of beer at the uh, tables during the tour. And so you basically, for uh, for the price of the tour. Uh, you can just have if you if you're fond of beer, you can have just as much as you would like.
0: I did the beer tour for the first time on Horizon, and I, it was very I'm not a big beer drinker. I'm more of a vodka soda type guy, but it, uh-huh. it's, I didn't realize there was such a, such a science to brewing
1: yeah, uh, we're, you know, here in Austin, we have lots of those uh, craft breweries and I'm I'm fond of going to those and mm-hmm. learning about all the things about it. Because anytime you can combine education and drinking, that seems like a good combination to me.
0: Absolutely. You got that right. Now, how about like music around the ship or any kind of uh, comedy
1: shows you may have hit up? Yeah, we hit the comedy shows in the uh, in the comedy club. Uh, they were doing a real good job of getting everybody in getting everybody out. If you wanted to stay for the next one, you know, you queued up again in the line to to go back in. One of the things that was that was terrific. This was the first time I had been uh, on one of the Carnival ships uh, that had the the library bar, as opposed to just having the uh, the real quiet little library. Mm -hmm. And so they did all of the uh, all of the art auctions and all of the art shows and that kind of thing in the library bar. Uh, And that was a lot of fun to go to. Again, one of those uh, one of those sort of you know things you don't have to spend any money on, but you sure can spend some time on if you'd like,
0: and have some free champagne if you want to. I guess absolutely, right?
1: absolutely yeah, for sure. Well, let's uh, actually. How were the sea days as
0: far as crowds and congestion?
1: This was uh, this was pretty full. They were saying that we were about eighty five percent full uh, when I would when I would ask uh, kind of how things were going. You know there were areas that filled up for sure. If you wanted to be on uh, the Lido deck by the pool, but in the shade. That was pretty tough to get. If you wanted to be on the uh, the Sky Ride, uh, that was always a long line. But uh, elevators are a bit of a of a place where things clog up. But we had been just reading about, you know, what what would it be like? What could we expect? And and we were sort of anticipating having to use a lot more stairs. So so we were ready for it. It worked out for us. Was there a long
0: line for the Sky Ride? Like I I know that sometimes it's It could be like up to 30 to 45 minutes. And sometimes you can catch it at the right time on the right sea day or right port day and you just walk right into it.
1: Yeah, I got real lucky. They were setting up on the first sea uh, day, the first morning uh, after we embarked. They were opening it up and I walked up and, and chatted with the uh, person who was running it for a little while. And uh, they told me that, you know, come back in about half an hour. We'll, we'll, you know, be ready to start giving rides. And so I was i was right back up there just before they t- turned the sign back to open. And so I was super happy to get a chance to, to do that.
0: Let's talk about your ports of call on this seven-night cruise. And you did Belize, Roatan, and Cozumel. So what we'll do here is just give us the first port of call, the
1: highlight, and we'll move to the next one. Sure. Uh, in Roatan, uh, we did that uh, little chair lift that takes you over to the uh, Mahogany Bay uh, little beach area just to sort of get up and look around and see that uh that was really fun. And then for an excursion we did a uh, a city tour that included the uh the iguana sanctuary and uh, a chocolate factory. Uh it was really nice, very nice. Very cool. And was that that was uh the
0: tequila and chocolate? I'm sorry, was
1: that the same one? Uh yeah, yeah, it included a tequila stop. That's correct. Yeah, and a rum cake I think in in Roatán.
0: But that's the uh, Mahogany Bay, right? The Carnival developed developed yes. port. Yes, okay. absolutely. And then the next port of call. Uh,
1: next, we did Belize. Uh, again, we did a little uh, city tour excursion. The uh, guide shared with us a lot about uh, what had been happening in Belize uh, during the the shutdown period. Belize being a, an English speaking company, a country, Belize just sort of switched over from uh, we're all here for tourists to uh, we're all here for uh, telephone tech support. Everybody with a cell phone had a job because they could uh, they could be somebody making all those phone calls. So so all those phone calls you got back in 2020, a, a bunch of them were coming from Belize. I did not know that. Oh, wow. Yeah,
0: I didn't know that either. And then your final port was Cozumel?
1: Yeah, this was the first time we went over to uh, the San Gervasio Park there on Cozumel. It's the only uh, Mayan ruins that are actually, uh, you know, original to, uh, to the Island of Cozumel. Uh, and so we had a, a walking tour of the park and uh, learned a lot of, uh, a lot of Mayan history uh, of the Island. So that was pretty neat. Very nice. I also included the tequila tasting and a lovely lunch and you know, all those things.
0: That's like their big, uh, I love when you go to Mexico, it's their big selling point. Who wants tequila?
1: Everybody.
0: Yes. Really, really gets a, uh... Sparks people's enthusiasm when he when he starts throwing around. Who wants tequila? Uh, so you make your way back to Texas. How was debark?
1: Debark was super easy. We decided to self assist, so we just uh, left our rooms when they asked us to. thanked our 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 cabin steward and uh, headed to breakfast and got uh, got a nice uh, place to sit and eat breakfast. Had a leisure leisurely breakfast until it was. Uh, not too big a crowd to get out the ship and then just made our way on out back to the parking and, and headed home.
0: How far is it to uh, Houston or i rather Austin from where the cruise yeah, port is. It's a,
1: it's a four hour drive. Uh, if you hit Houston traffic, that adds to your time. But um, mm-hmm. in, in some years we've done it some days, sometimes we've done it where we just drive down the morning of and drive back. Uh, other times we'll stay a night in Galveston. There's always so much stuff to do in Galveston that I'm always tempted to stay that night. Sure, And, you know, if you stay the night in Galveston you can include the the whole uh, the whole vacation on your uh, on your trip insurance and and, and our friends at tripinsurance.com sure, certainly helped us uh, have a sail with uh, with some easy easier minds about what might happen on a on a cruise uh, just after our first trip back after the shutdown yeah yeah
0: definitely he's uh dan is full of knowledge for sure the uh, question though do you normally stay at the same hotel when you go to uh, Galveston or do you like pick we the different do. ones
1: we we do. We like the, there's a a residence in, in Texas city. That's just across the bridge Mm -hmm. from the Island of Galveston. And you just, uh, it's a much, much less expensive than staying on the Island. So that's, that's what we always do sleep and, and a little breakfast and then head over in the morning.
0: There you go. Any first time tips to offer anyone sailing carnival Vista?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The, um, the auditorium is really small for such a big ship. So if you want to see a show, go ahead and go to the bingo before the show. Sit through the bingo and you'll have your good seats. It's really worth it to go ahead and look at uh, some deck plans and look at some reviews and kind of know what to expect uh, from, uh, from a new ship. This was our first time on Vista. The big negative that we had read about Vista was the, that the smoke smell goes all over the ship. Uh, and that sometimes if there's, uh, if they're having plumbing issues, you catch smells all over the ship. Uh, since we were kind of ready for that, had looked at the deck plans, uh, we kind of knew which areas to avoid, uh, if we were worried about smoke, my, my wife's kind of bothered by it more than me, but, but, uh, there are ways to get around, get around the casino without going through the smoke. So that helps a whole lot.
0: And with the smoke though, did you actually encounter any places where it did smell like smoke outside of the casino?
1: Oh yeah. The lobby fills up, uh, that, that three story lobby, uh, is just right off the casino and, and there'll be times where it just fills up with the the smell of smoke pretty strong. Gotcha. So kind of, kind of got to watch out for that.
0: Did you uh, get Wi Fi by chance on the sailing?
1: We did. We want, we got the social package, which is sort of the, the, the lowest cost package just to make sure we could stay in touch with family and friends at, at home. Uh, oh. it worked out real well. We were okay. able to use, uh, the, uh, the apps that we were trying to use uh, on it uh, without any trouble.
0: Looking back, what was the biggest highlight of this seven-night cruise?
1: You know, we were so lucky. We did not know we would get uh, Savannah Mitchell as the cruise director. She was just spectacular. I believe I read that she's now on Carnival Splendor, but, uh, but, but, but she just made uh, a lot of things really fun. We did a lot of research before, which really paid off knowing uh, where to be and where to, where to try to stay away from, uh, helped us to fit uh, the vacation we wanted to have into the ship as it is, instead of, you know, as we sort of hoped it might be kind of a thing. Very nice.
0: And your final thoughts of Carnival Vista.
1: Well, this was the biggest ship we've ever been on. It was the, uh, the XL class. uh, And so. Now, of course, we're 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 super eager to try that uh, that brand new that brand new class uh, with the 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 Mardi Gras and and uh, the celebration and, and these new ships that are coming out. Each time we've sailed, we've kind of gotten on a bigger and bigger ship, and so uh, I think we may continue that pattern. More bells and whistles are
0: certainly appealing. Like we have the Carnival Elation here in Jacksonville, and then just getting off Carnival Celebration last month and Elation a few months prior. Totally night and day. Yeah. Very good. I've been talking with Nick about his seven-night cruise. Great talking to you, my friend, and thank you so much for the kind words.
1: Thank you, sir. Appreciate you so very much. Keep it up. Just back from a cruise, let's
0: talk about it. Email Doug at cruiseradio.net. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer, if you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance.
1: All right, Dougie, let's see what we got for you, buddy. Cruise Radio is produced at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Get cruise news, ship reviews, and money-saving tips every Thursday on Cruise Radio. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show. If you want to help spread the word, give Cruise Radio a five-star review. Find Cruise Radio where you listen to your favorite podcast or online at cruiseradio.net. I've your out, sir.